Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of Let's Go Racing with David Stock. Tyler Jones here with you. So glad to have you with us. It is our live post-race show as the duels at Daytona have just concluded a big night for Roush as we saw Brad Kislowski and Chris Busher get the wins in duels number one and duel number two. They'll be starting third and fourth on Sunday. We'll break that all down as the one and only David Starr joins us right now. David, good to see you in the flesh as always. And uh, we got a big weekend here as we kick off our NASCAR season. Man, it's uh, incredible to be here in Daytona. Just the, the energy in the air, the fans. Just, uh, man, there's a lot of excitement to kick off our NASCAR season. And, uh, man, what a great night of uh, yesterday afternoon, yesterday evening, we watched Cup Series qualifying, and I was really impressed with the Hendrick cars, the Chevrolets were fast, but, man, Tyler, uh, after seeing the duels tonight, wow, those Fords, man, they, uh, very impressive. Brad Keselowski and his new team uh, with Chris Boucher, uh, victorious here at Daytona, and uh, I think it's going to, uh, it looks like after watching the duels tonight, uh, it's going to be a good Daytona 500 Sunday. Yeah, it certainly will be. And, uh, you know, all the talk yesterday was about how well the Hendrick cars performed in qualifying. But race trim, the RFK guys in the Fords really stood out tonight. Man, they did. I was really impressed with all the Ford teams and uh, Brad's new team and, uh, you know, uh, just the Ford cars and Stuart Haas cars and, Man, the way the strategy played out, I think the first duels, uh, you know, I was, I was with the new car and everything, the debut, the, the new car, the first race, it looked like it, the intensity wasn't there, but it picked up big time in the second duels. And uh, after watching qualifying yesterday and seeing how strong those Hendrick Chevrolets were, I was, I, you know, I, I didn't imagine that the duels were going to play out like they did, but it looks like uh, the four teams are working really good together. And, uh, and I don't know if it was a pit stop strategy. I mean, but both races, you know, it was, a, it was it seemed like the first duels, the way the pit stop strategy worked out, it put all the Fords up front. And then the second duels, and I think it was another pit stop strategy, but the Fords looked strong tonight. So, I mean, it's, it's interesting how strong the Hendrick Chevrolets were in qualifying yesterday. But man, when it came down to race time, the Fords stepped up to the plate. Yeah, they certainly did. And uh, one of the casualties of the evening. I guess the, really the only casualty of sorts was Joey Logano as he wrecked on that final lap, was right there in contention going for the win. And uh, we know in this time, David, that teams are kind of scrambling right now when it comes to these the supply chain shortage and such. The 22 team looked fast. Now they got their work cut out for them to get ready for Sunday. Yeah, you know, I'm sure uh, the Penske organization Joey himself and just their team. I'm sure they're, they're probably really disappointed because, man, that, that Ford Mustang was fast. It was fast in qualifying. It was fast. You know, it's just been fast since we've been here. And uh, to lead almost all the laps in the duels and, uh, you know, Joey, uh, you know, he, he pulled off a block that didn't work. Uh, and, man, there's consequences there, you know what I mean? But, hey, you never count out uh, Roger Penske and that Penske organization. I can assure you. I don't think they'll be using that car tonight because it looked pretty destroyed to me. But when uh, when they when they get going in the day, they were unloading the backup when I walked by. Yeah, they were unloading. So they're unloading yeah. the backup. It's already yeah. here. Absolutely. So we'll uh, we'll introduce Clay in just a moment. But before we do, the two that did not advance, both with your former team, MBM Motorsports, um, 
I mean, you, you've been talking to Carl, you know, the last couple months. They've been working hard, getting ready for this. Um, tough draw. I mean, it's uh, somebody had to go home, and unfortunately it was the NBM. Coach. Man, Carl's a great guy. He's a true hardcore racer. And uh, for J.J. Yaley and Timmy Hill, I was hoping, you know, those Cinderella stories, you know, those feel-good stories. You know, that's a car along, a guy that puts his heart and soul and every dollar he has into the sport. And you like to see guys like Carl, you know, you want to see those great stories. And that would have been a great story. Unfortunately, J.J. and Timmy didn't advance to the Daytona 500. And it's just, man, it's just the agony of defeat in our sport, you know. And uh, I know that'll be a big hit financially on MBM Motorsports. But, uh, but Carl's a, he's a, he's a, he's a fighter, uh, you know. He's a survivor, and uh, they'll rebound from this. But uh, man, I, but that's tough. The Cinderella stories that did make it: uh, Jacques Villeneuve, who we're going to have on the show on Saturday, mm -hmm. the next live show we do. He's in. Uh, we also see that. Uh, uh, Greg Biffle's in, in his first race in a long time. Uh, it's it's going to be a fascinating field on Sunday. It really is. And to see the next-gen car, uh, you know, there's a debut, uh, first time in competition. Uh, you know, I felt like to me that uh, it wasn't, the intensity wasn't there. The drivers are being a little bit, they're racing hard, being careful. You could see a lot of give and take, but there was a lot of bump driving going on. But I think uh, when it comes to Sunday afternoon for the Daytona 500, that's all going to be thrown outside, you know, it's going to go outside the window because, uh, you know, it's the Daytona 500 we're talking yeah. about. But even though there's a supply chain, uh, chain shortage and, uh, you know, there's not a lot of these next-gen race cars out there sitting around in, in these massive race shops, uh, I mean, there's concerns about that. But, man, we're talking about the Daytona 500, Tyler. Yeah. And I think uh, it's going to be a great race. So uh, I do want to ask you later on about your new team and, how excited you are about getting in this car but before we do we got to bring clay in uh you've known clay introduce clay to the folks at home out there. man uh, you, you know i've been involved with truck racing my whole career and uh, i raced in the nascar camp world truck series for you know 17 years but you know back in 2009 10 whenever clay came on the on the in the scene i mean he's just a true hardcore racer independent guy does it on his own uh, but Clay's a great guy. I've been cheering for him. He's one of the good guys out there. Great race car driver. And, uh, and we'll be cheering him on tomorrow and qualifying. Hopefully we'll be cheering for him in the race tomorrow night. Clay Greenfield, good guy. Thanks for joining us, Clay. Hey, good to be here. Good to see you as always. And uh, look forward to look forward to this as well as all the other festivities of the weekend. And we, we took care of you, a little sandwich and Gatorade. I know. Uh, I know. Anybody that knows me knows I'm always eating, so it's nothing uh, <laughs> Nothing new to uh, to see that. Clyde, tell us about uh, your expectations for uh, 2022. What's going on with you in the truck series? Well, I think I have a really good truck for uh, for tomorrow night. We, we didn't draft at all, uh, completely clean laps, and we're still faster than quite a few trucks. And I know that, like, for instance, we were one-tenth off of a KPM truck, so I feel like I feel like we're pretty good. That's pretty good. Yeah, and uh, looking forward, you know, Always have a little bit of anxiety until you make Absolutely that qualifying lap and are locked in. But totally. I, uh, you know, that's kind of we've always ran really well here when we, you know, get in the race. Then we're always a factor. I feel like two years in a row I should have won and uh, kept figuring out a way to crash it. So I tend to go. <laughs> and so uh, tomorrow night we just gotta gotta carry that same game plan just without the crash inside ten uh, laps to go. Absolutely, man. Well. I tell you what, we'll all be cheering for you. That's for sure. And uh, man, you're always fast. You're, man. I don't know. I'm just, you know, you're a good guy and a great racer. You know, and 
and you know there's not a lot of us out here that you know there's not a lot of Craig Clay Greenfields out here that have your own racing team at the level we race at the NASCAR uh, NASCAR any national series NASCAR truck series NASCAR Xfinity series NASCAR Cup series owning your own team and being a driver man I, I tell you what dude you're to me you're a champion already because <laughs> that, that is not an easy no it's task not. you know and uh, man you're responsible for everything your employees the performance of the truck getting the truck getting your crew there lights I mean it's it's people really have a lot of you do but it's uh, it's something that I don't think I would ever want to tackle myself and and our hats are off to you. I'm very respectful that what you've done over the years. Well, thank you. Yeah, it's a lot to it. Like we've been through times where there was one one employee, and a lot of times where there was no full-time employees. It was just typical like short track after work weekend type deal. For a lot of years, it was that way. Absolutely. And, and man, yeah, it's uh, you. Uh, but man, it's you know we again Clay Clay Greenfield, you know underfunded. Uh, you know, one of the one of the uh, not the powerhouse truck teams. We're not talking about Kyle Busch Motorsports. You know what I mean? So, man, I love cheering for an underdog and not an underdog that can get the job done. Ability, race car driver skill set. You're probably one of the best ones out there, equipment-wise, and having the technology and the resources and the the support of the manufacturers you don't have. But like you said, man, you, you've been so close the last couple of years. You know, put yourself in the right situation. We'd we'll love to see Clay Greenfield in victory lane. Yeah, thank you. That's what um, I love about the speedway race. It's an equalizer. Yeah, it kind of makes up for that difference in, in equipment. And we've, you know, we've been working really hard um, at it. And we're partnered up with actually with, you know, you were mentioning a lot of things you have to do as an It's just a lot more, you know, there's a reason why the big teams have team managers and PR people and Absolutely. stuff like that because it's more than more than one person can do. But uh, thankfully this year we've partnered up with Cook Racing Technologies. Good. And, uh, you know, Bruce Cook and some of his staff have helped take some of that burden off of me. And uh, it's, man, it's a really, uh, really great relationship so far. I look forward to it. And uh, it's just been, I mean, like we were ready three weeks before it was time to come down here. I mean, all we had to do was pull down a dyno. Right. And uh, that's just having, being able to have that level of preparation is something that I haven't had before. So I'm, I'm really looking forward to, to what we can do together. Good. Bruce Cook, man. He mentioned Bruce Cook. He guy's been around forever. And I've seen some fast race cars that he was a crew chief on. He knows his stuff. So I'm hoping yeah, that, does. You know, having him on your side and part of your organization now will really elevate y'all and, and Trisha his personal assistant has uh, been a lifesaver for me with all that mountain of paperwork that nobody knows that we have to do like I think last year I tweeted a stack of papers on my desk it was about that thick and that was all just licensing all NASCAR paperwork pre-season and I mean you know you're talking three full days of office work doing that and uh, thankfully with uh, Trisha took a huge burden off of me this year was you're a lifesaver like you know, I don't mind working on the car. You know, that stuff's fun. Yeah. The office work sucks. Right. No, absolutely. And uh, th that was the thing that I hated the most about being the, you know, the sole person absolutely. to do all that. So, so tell tell everybody, Clay. Not only are you the team owner, race car driver, office manager, uh, shop foreman, PR mechanic, guy. Yeah. Eight year, 
you're everything, but you know, you own your, you and your wife own, y'all own your own business, man. So yeah. you, you know, you got employees, uh, you know, you got customers. I mean, it's man, I tell you what, it's amazing. Uh, you know, do y'all ever have family time? You know, I mean, you're always working. We we do. When, when I get home, I try to, I try to turn everything off until the kids go to bed. Right. And just be able to focus on. Yeah, I got a three-year-old and a five-year-old, and uh, just try to focus on that. Like. We live on Old Hickory Lake, um, right outside Nashville, and like through the summer, there's uh, about three restaurants. There's more than that on the lake, but there's three that are pretty close to us, and usually a couple nights a week, we'll take the boat out to uh, to a restaurant. And that's really, with all the, so we kind of skipped over something, I own a pavement company. Okay. Green, <laughs> Greenfield Pavement Coatings, that's my day job. Do you ever sleep? Not really. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we pave, we seal parking lots, we stripe, uh, do asphalt repairs and right. stuff like that. Uh, my wife's actually a roofing contractor, so she climbs up on roofs and is a project manager. Well, hang on a second. Wait a minute. I know you have a beautiful kids, beautiful wife. So, I, you know, I didn't know this, but somebody was telling me years ago, say, hey, Clay's wife, she was a cheerleader for the for the Tennessee Titans. Yeah. Is that true? Yeah, she was a uh, Titans cheerleader for about 10 years. Uh, she was... Like with the cheerleaders, they one one cheerleader gets to go to Pro Bowl each right. year, and, and you can't go more than once. So in 2014, she was the Titans Pro Bowl cheerleader. Wow, that's pretty and, awesome. Uh, and yeah. you're telling me this year, Mrs. Greenfield. Hey, so 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 here here's how good I am. <laughs> I came into the picture. I had a cheerleader, uh -huh. and I turned her into a roofing superintendent. <laughs> <laughs> that's how you do it. Uh, you're yeah. good, man. You're good. That's. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I can't imagine it's your beautiful cheerleading wife climbing up on the roof and giving, doing an inspection. Yeah, and giving that's somebody, love. That yeah. is love, dude. That's no, awesome. that's, uh, that's what she wanted to do. She says it's her passion, and I'm like, uh, you know, support her or whatever she wants to do. I mean, dude, that's obviously the, she doesn't have to do that, but yeah. she wants to. So. Hey, that's a great story, man. I love it. I love it. Well, uh, man, you know, I, I never asked you this, but, you know, tell us a little about Clay Greenfield. You know, where, you know, being a NASCAR race car driver, man, you just, you know, obviously you're a champion, you've raced forever. Where, where, how did all this come about? I mean, were you a kid? Did your dad race? Did the uncle race? How did you become interested in, in stock car racing? So, I'm actually a fourth generation racer. Okay. My, my three generations before me were drag racing. Drag racing? Yeah, so my great, my great grandfather, he did a, none of them, they had all stopped racing by the time I came along, but my great grandfather, He actually was one of the pioneers of drag racing because at the Beach Bend Raceway in Bowling Green, Kentucky, he actually won the first drag race that was ever held there. Wow. So he was there at a uh, just watching the stock car race, and they came over the speaker and uh, you know said, hey, we're going to try something that's catching on out in California. It's called drag racing. Does anybody have a souped-up car that likes drag <laughs> race? Wow. So they drag raced on the front straightaway, and he won that night, and that's, that's all they did from they're on my my grandparents are actually in the NHRA Hall of Fame they've um, my parents and grandparents they've owned a couple raceway in that right outside of Nashville they wow. owned that for 22 years and they have promoted drag racing at, um, at several different tracks sure and it was um, so the Greenfield family has been in Victory Lane for about four or five decades which oh yeah tell us. wow yeah. That's amazing. Man. Did you drag race at all yourself? No, uh, I, I, I didn't. And so, like I said, they had all stopped racing when I came along. 
but I was, uh, they sold the racetrack when I was about four or five, so I remember being at the, at Music City Raceway growing up, and then we would just go out to Clarksville Speedway and uh, watch the dirt cars on, on Saturdays, and I, I loved that, and it was, uh, you know, the stock car racing is what inter interested me. It broke my grandparents' heart. They wanted me to drag race. Um, you know, looking back on it with the way that, knowing the way our business works, probably should have gone drag racing because my family had the connections in the yeah. drag racing world. We had no connections in stock car racing. Right. We had to start from scratch. And it was like, didn't know how to, didn't know what, what bolts to turn, tighten or loosen the dove. Right. Like we had to, we had to learn all that from, from the get go where my family knew everything there was to know about drag racing right. and, uh, you know, just all the, the relationships like uh, Buster Johnson that was ahead of NHRA for a long time. My grandparent, grandfather gave him his first job at drag strip. Oh wow! So like, there's, they were, they were very well connected in the drag sure. racing world and business wise, that's the route I should have gone in. But <laughs> but my heart was was stock car racing. Yeah, that just that was what I was interested in. And well, you figured it out, dude. I don't know. Have I? <laughs> <laughs> I, th I think you figured it out because I, man, you know, just over the. All across America, all the short tracks and the dirt tracks and the asphalt tracks, man, I, you know, we get done racing somewhere and I go find a dirt track or an asphalt track, you know, and, and, and man, I, you know, walk around in the garage, the pit area after the races or, you know, you meet all these young little drivers, you know, a lot of girls too, and, and uh, man, it's like, God, we, man, Mr. Star, you know, they're just like, you know, how are we going to make it to NASCAR, you know, can give me some advice, you know, but, you know, Clay Greenfield, myself, and everybody we race against, you know, it's, uh, you know, not just everybody makes it as a professional, you know what I mean? So, uh, man, there's there's millions and millions of people who would like to be in our, in our shoes. And uh, so it wasn't easy. And, and no. uh, you, you know, no. you, just, you no. just don't get here on accident. Right, you know right. I mean? So, yeah. So who were the guys maybe that you looked up to, whether it was, uh, you know, within the family or just watching – on TV, who were your heroes, kind of in, in racing? Well, so for Dale Earnhardt, obviously, uh, I say obviously, it's um, but so you know, like in your little kid mind, I remember thinking that because my dad had dark hair, mm -hmm. mustache, like Dale Earnhardt looked like my dad <laughs> at that time, and I was like, like almost as a little kid, I was like, okay, that's that's dad, that's dad. <laughs> <laughs> like it, it was, I kind of associated yeah. that yeah. way, and. Uh, he, my dad was an Earnhardt fan, so I was, and then, um, you know, kind of almost feel like when you're an Earnhardt fan, there's not really room to be anyone else, but, um, you know, that was when I was a kid, and by the time I started racing, and, you know, not just saying that because we were sitting here, but you're one of the guys I looked up to, like, I remember you driving Wayne Day's Bush yeah, car at the time, man. and, yes. uh, of course, Wayne is, uh, you know, from the same area that I am, and my old late model crew chief worked for uh, Larry Overstreet, worked for Wayne at, not at the race team, but at the truck service center sure. next door. He was the, the There's a Japanese Absolutely. restaurant that we go to for birthday uh, called Mikado's. 
<laughs> fans, any Friday night you can catch Casey Atwood in there. He's there. Yeah. Wow, man, I heard guy. You know, Casey was somebody special. I don't know if you remember him, Tyler, but man, he. Oh yeah. You know, young kid driving for. Uh, uh, Everham. Ray Ray Everham and man, I'm like God. So you know, it started with um, he kind of came on the scene at LAR with Dennis Adcock. Absolutely, team. I remember. Dennis. Yeah, 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 sure did. And Dennis was uh, one of the main officials in the truck series Absolutely. back when back when we were racing. Yeah. And, uh, it just took off from there. I mean, Casey was hot. He was hot there for years, you know. And uh, uh, but man, there's a lot of great racers that came from that Nashville area. But the late great Bobby Hamilton. Uh, you know, Sterling Marlin, on and on and on, you know, just a lot of, Marty Robbins, I remember when I was a little boy and my dad was involved in NASCAR racing, you know, Marty Robbins, the country western star that raced in NASCAR in the late 60s, early 70s, you know, but man, there's a, any, anytime you see somebody from that Nashville, Tennessee area, you know, they're, they're pretty damn good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, uh, for the folks watching, uh, joining us here on Facebook right now, Tyler Jones, alongside David Starr, Clay Greenfield, as we are looking back on the dual races that we just watched and also looking ahead to the rest of the weekend with the trucks. Clay will be racing in tomorrow night. David's going to be in the Xfinity race on Saturday, and then we'll cap it all off with the Daytona 500 on Sunday. And in just a bit, we're going to have our Ask David segment. We'll want you guys to submit questions to not only David, but to Clay as well. So uh, you can send those in to us live here on Facebook. And comment section and we'll get to those at the end of the show and uh, so guys uh, before we kind of transition on to some other stuff here Clay tell us about this uh, this truck race tomorrow uh, what's kind of your expectations what would be a good night for you tomorrow uh, for you and your team victory lane like, <laughs> so, 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 so seriously yeah, yeah. like the first hurdle is making the race so like once we make the race then that's the spur you know kind of at that point, it's no longer stressful to me. To me, it's yeah, it, it's fun from that point on. Absolutely. And you know, I feel like I've got enough experience in these speedway races that I should win. I mean, I know it. That might be a big statement coming from someone that's never won a NASCAR race in any of the top three series. But like, I. But you I, have. Truck series, in case uh, people may not have plans tomorrow, or if you're debating whether to watch the truck series or not, what would you tell the folks out there? Why should they uh, tune in tomorrow night's race? And I think the truck series is just the best one of the week. Um, I think I think David would agree. It's pr probably the most Absolutely. fun to drive to Absolutely. with uh, with the big holes that are bunched in the air. I mean, we can make big runs, Absolutely. and uh, you know. It's mixed with uh, you got veterans with a lot of younger people that don't necessarily know what they're doing, so it's going to be crazy. <laughs> and uh, you know, I have people tell me all the time that the truck race is the best one of the weekend, and that's uh, a lot of times it is. Yeah, yeah, Tyler, it is. I can't wait for the truck race tomorrow night. For the folks listening to us, you know, I, I've been in Clay's shoes. Uh, you know, I got to qualify my way in Saturday, Saturday afternoon, Saturday morning. We qualify, but it's stressful. You know, your, you know, your first, your first thing is to make the race. You're so focused on trying to make sure that you're in the show. If there's any race that Clay wants to win or I want to win, it's Daytona. 
that's 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 the granddaddy of all of them and uh, surely we if you can't be in the race then you don't have the opportunity to win so you know just making the race is our first race right. and then after that man I'm, I'm relaxed I'm I, you know we, we have so much experience I know what I need to do we know how to win Clay knows how to win and uh, but man it's stressful getting there just to make the race there's so many trucks here there's so, so many Xfinity cars and yeah. man it's uh it's tough. So question kind of for both of you then, you know, as you get on track at Daytona, you know, here, do you ever have a moment to just pause for a second and be like, I'm racing at Daytona, the world center of racing. I mean, whether, whatever series it is, you know, from, from cup to, you know, the sports cars to truck Xfinity, whatever it is, do you, do you, either you have a moment to catch your breath and you know, just take it all in how special it is this place? You know, I, I don't really know that I have. Like, I, I'm so maybe I probably should live in the moment more. <laughs> but when I'm out there, I'm just I'm focused on what I'm doing. Like, actually, actually on track. Um, now, once you make it, I don't. There is something special about this. There's there's a different feel like pre-race at this Absolutely. race versus Absolutely. any other race. There's a, there's a different different energy, different feel. And like pre-race, you're like, okay, this is really cool. Like, yeah. And you, you can't, I can't explain it other than it just feels different. Absolutely. You know, driver introductions, riding around in the truck, like it, it's a different vibe to this race than any other. And a lot of times, it's like, man, this is really cool. But honestly, can't say that I've ever been on the track and been like, oh well, I'm at Daytona. Absolutely, man. I, I get what you're saying, you know. But I had to. So being a young little boy and my dad being in the business, and, and when I saw racing on television. It was always from Daytona, you know, Richard Petty, David Pearson, you know, A.J. Foyt winning the 1972 Daytona 500, my hero, uh, you know, so when I first showed up at Daytona 25 years ago, I just like, I was in wow, you know, I couldn't believe that to pinch myself to make sure it was really happening, you know, but once, once you pull off on the pit road and you pull out on the racetrack, you know, you're focused on, on your job at hand, you know, you can't really, you can't. I don't know. For me, it's like, man, I'm focused on running a pretty you can't, line. You can't relax and enjoy. No, you gotta, no, no. You it's gotta all be business, doing your man. best to be 100. It's all business. But I still, you know, I've been here a couple of days, and when I drive into the tunnel for the first time, and, and for speed weeks, you know, I, I, I reminisce. And man, I still love. It. I still can't believe that I get to do this. You know, but man, once you get in the race car, it's all business. Yeah, I, I do feel that when we Absolutely. drive in. I, I was. Uh, you know, referring to actually on absolutely, track, absolutely. But yeah, uh, absolutely. but yeah, there's I, I get the same feeling when I when I walk into the grandstands going into Bristol each time. <laughs> absolutely, that's uh, you yeah. know, here in Talladega, uh, there's uh, there's the few, you know several, but uh, you know you have those certain racetracks that are just special. Oh man! And when you pull up on the property, that's that's one of them. Yeah, for sure. You know what I mean? Yeah, uh, and so we heard about Clay, what you got going on with your team. David, uh, new team this year. We saw the release this week, and uh, you're going to be running in the 08 SS Green Lights, Brett Bear, Ticket Smarter, Ford Performance Mustang. I think I got that all right. Well, you got it all there. That's it, man. <laughs> that is it, you know. David, I, I know you're excited about this year, and you got a little extra kick in your step compared to <laughs> what I've well, seen you previously. You know, hey, you're always just blessed for all the sponsors we have and just, you know, this is my 25th year and just thankful for it because the last seven eight years us drivers we got to bring funding you know it just costs so much and 
to, to do it as long as I do it, the, that burning desire to win is still there. And I feel like with Brett Bear and Ticket Smarter behind me, uh, and then driving for SS Greenlight Racing, Bobby Dodder, having my old buddy back who I've won races with before, Jason Miller, and then having Ford, uh, Ralph Shates engines, and uh, man, I just feel like this is probably one of the best opportunities I've had to get back to Victory Lane in a long time, you know? So you're just blessed, man. Brett Bayer, special report, Brett Bayer, Fox News. What a great, great guy. Great guy. Stan Ross with Ticket Smarter, Digital Ally, man, just, I mean, all the sponsors I have over all the years, you know, Missy and, Missy and, and Rich Fix, uh, Whataburger, Doyle, Karen Thomas, uh, we just got a Whataburger in my hometown. I, I know, it's yeah. awesome, dude. I mean, yeah. they're all over Nashville or Tennessee now, you know, but just all our sponsors, you know, like Clay was talking about his sponsors. It's just without companies and people helping us, we couldn't do what we love to do. But I'm, I'm excited about 2022 and, and uh, trying to make this race here and giving ourselves an opportunity to run good or put us put ourselves in victory lane. I mean, it's just, it don't get much better than that. Life's pretty good. Yes, yes. Absolutely. Well, uh, Dominic Oregon, our other co-host, is uh, still traveling to get here, so I will play the role of two individuals, and I will go over the news and notes in addition to <laughs> Ask David this week. Dominic will join us on our Saturday show when we're going to be joined by the legendary Jacques Villeneuve, so that will be fun uh, as awesome. we do two shows this weekend. So. Uh, let's start out on the uh, news and notes front. Let's go over this one more time of uh, just how they will start uh, on uh, on Sunday, as uh, we will see uh, Kyle Larson on the pole with uh, Alex Bowman starting second. Brad Keselowski will start third, and Chris Buescher will start fourth. Let's look at that Hendrick front row first. Alex Bowman actually has now tied the record, tying his boss Jeff Gordon for most front row starts in Daytona 500 history. Uh, something about Hendrick, and I was hearing Rick Hendrick talk about it today, guys. They take pride in qualifying here at Daytona. They said that they there is something special. They want to put their best foot forward in qualifying, and we certainly saw that again. That's what they do every year. Absolutely. I mean, uh, no no doubt about it. It's, uh, you know, we, me and Clay have been sitting here talking about how important it is to be in the race, to qualify and make the race. They I think Hendricks has some type of department in their organization that just focuses on, you know, qualifying at Daytona and Talladega because, you know, like you said, they have so many poles for the Daytona 500. And, and you know, congratulations to them. I wish we had what they have. Clay does too. Uh, but, man, the, the, the ultimate is to the, the win the Daytona 500. But, man, I tell you what, I don't think there's any driver out there that we can again so we know that wouldn't want to pull at here at Daytona no and I was wondering that going into this you know thinking about that they've always been so fast in qualifying and I was wondering with this new car like you never know is it something they're doing chassis wise or something they're doing floor pan wise you know what is that speed secret to, that gets them on the front row like last year they were one two three four this year I think they're five of the full four of the top five absolutely yeah and uh, you know, I was wondering if that would translate over with this new car, and obviously it, it has. Did. Yeah, no, so that yeah. was very that, like to me. This year's accomplishment was is more impressive than what they. I mean, maybe not as a whole looking at it so many times, but this year in particular, I think that was just a huge accomplishment for them to come down here and still show that same speed. I totally agree with you. The car that's really they've only tested four or five times, and 
been in development. This is the first time it's, you know, they, the next gen cars debut here at, the, at Speed Weeks here in Daytona. And, you know, and, and over the years, Jeff Gordon has record. I don't know what that is, Tyler. Now, now Alex Bowman is tied in. For front row starts. For front row starts. But, you know, they've been so strong all those years. And now you come back with a brand new, completely different type of race car and still Hendricks dominates the front row. I mean, it's, it's Hendrick cars so on the front row. Well, and then, and to add to that, you know, of, of teams that are running, you know, the Chevy stuff too, how about Trackhouse, how impressive they were uh, with both uh, Ross Chastain and Daniel Suarez, uh, that program, they're figuring some stuff out there too. They, they had some, not quite Hendrick speed, but they were very impressive as well. Man, they were. I was then when when Ross Chastain was out there qualifying yesterday. I was like, I was super impressed with what they were doing. Got to sneak, excuse me. <laughs> well, I'll yeah, I'll pick up. I talked to Ross right before qualifying. Uh, <coughs> out on the grid last night, and you could tell like Ross just had an energy to him that he had pep in his step. Like he he Ross is pumped about this this he season. Knew. Yeah. yeah, he's. Uh, yeah. I I think he's really looking forward to. Uh, to what they can do with, um, I think he might be one of those to watch. I've always thought Ross had a, you know, I was racing trucks when Ross came along, um, and I've always thought Ross was a heck of a talent, and it's uh, good to see that he's he's probably going to have the, the tools he needs to, to show what he can do. Absolutely, but Trackhouse, you know, with Daniel Suarez and Ross Chastain, I mean, they were impressive last year. Uh, we kick off the season here in Daytona with just only qualifying of the duels racing, and then there again, track house, though they are, you know what I mean? So I look for big things from Ross Chastain and that organization this year. Yeah, now the Fords were very impressive tonight, in particular RFK Racing with them sweeping the duels. Question for you both, um, heading into Sunday, would you rather be what you saw with the Chevys with Hendrick and Trackhouse, or what you saw with the Fords? With RFK and Penske, or or do you like both? Who would you rather be right now? I like that Hendrick speed, and I, I mean I, I know we were we started the show really high on the Fords, but if you think about it, in the first duel, which we were truck garage was just closing, so mm -hmm. I didn't get to see the the very beginning of the duels, but I know before the pit stop, Hendrick cars were running one two three. Absolutely. Th then after the pit stop, that's when that's when the Fords got in the front, and to me, I would. Uh, I like I'll take that raw speed any day because you know you can have a really good stable like good handling car with drag in it but a lot of times you have to that moves you're able to make you rely on help and who's who's around you if you just have that raw speed you can make the moves by yourself everybody knows you've been fast all week you make a move they're gonna go with you um, I'll I'd hop in one of those Hendrick cars. <laughs> Rick, if you're listening. <laughs> Give him your number. Yeah. Right? <laughs> oh, yeah, that, that's great. Uh, another news note. Um, this one, made one of the worst kept secrets in the sport. Uh, officially, as of this week, Ty Gibbs running full-time in the Xfinity Series. David, you've seen him firsthand run so, you know, right alongside him and such. Uh, He's a special talent. I would think he's going to be one of the favorites, if not the favorite, in the uh, Xfinity Series. Oh, no doubt about it. You know, when people say, hey, you know, his grandfather Joe Gibbs, his equipment is superior, but man. He gets the job done. Bingo. Right there yeah. with Clay said, you know, you still got to race the car. It looks like he's 13. 
Hey, he looks like he's 11, but hey, you know, when he puts that helmet on, hell, he looks, you know, when he puts that helmet on, he drives like Jeff Gordon, you yeah. know what I mean? So, I don't care what he looks like, man, once he ties that helmet on, puts those seatbelts on, man, he's, uh, you know, he's, uh, he's a Kyle Busch, he's a Jeff Gordon, he's pretty awesome. I was impressed with him last year, what he's done. I love his attitude. Yeah. He's so positive. Good know? kid. Yeah. Good kid. Absolutely. Got his head on straight. He'll be fun to root on and watch. Uh, one more note for you, too. Uh, news today, Matt Kenseth is coming back, not to the race car. <laughs> He'll be in the booth in California on Fox. Uh, we haven't talked much about Matt Kenseth really at all. He was off the grid completely <laughs> last year. Well, uh, it's good to have him back. I mean, Matt, golly, man, we, me and Clay watched So, hang it. on, there's Matt and Boyer in the same booth? <laughs> yes. Wow. For the hey. California race. <laughs> Hey, it's going to be just as entertaining to just listen to that as it is to watch the race. Dude, that's night and day, you know yeah. what I mean? Because, man, Matt's reserved and kind of quiet. And Boyer, he's he's a riot, you know what I mean? But, but so, Matt has that dry sense of humor. He does have a dry sense of humor. That's, that's what's going to come out, yeah. <laughs> that's a great, I, I mean, that's going to be a cool pairing as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm excited about it. That's, yeah. the first, I, that's the first I've heard about it. Yeah, and uh, this Sunday uh, on Fox, it'll be uh, Tony Stewart and Clint Boyer. So, uh, a bit different next week, the uh, attitudes in the booth, but that's what Fox is going for. So I love having Tony Stewart in the booth, man, because he doesn't sugarcoat anything. He just tells it like no, it doesn't. is, and I think the fans appreciate that. Boyer's the same way, you know, but having smoke up there, that's uh, it don't get much better than that. Oh, yeah. That'll be uh, a lot of fun for sure, and, and uh, certainly looking forward to it all. We uh, Before we go tonight, we, uh, gonna, we're going to go ahead and answer uh, some of your questions. Uh, the uh, Ask David segment as we end each and every show. And uh, feel free to drop us a comment on the uh, Facebook feed. And uh, I'm bringing these to you right now, uh, live on Facebook as we speak. Uh, this question, uh, Johnny wants to know, uh, David, with how the Fords did tonight, how excited are you about Saturday? Man, Johnny, it's a great question. I'm excited. Jason Miller, my crew chief. Uh, you know, everybody at SS Greenlight Racing, uh, you know, my teammate Joe Graff Jr., and uh, just everybody at our organization, man, they've been working hard. I've been there the last eight days at the shop, and uh, man, they're going above and beyond more than I've seen with other teams I've been involved with in the past. And uh, watching what the Fords did tonight, you know, it's not the Xfinity Series, but man, I. I pray that it correlates into the Xfinity Series and into our Ford cars on the Xfinity side. But, uh, you know, like Clay was saying earlier, you know, I'm focused and I know my team is focused on getting in the race. And then after we get in the race, then we're going to go do what we love to do and know yeah. how to do. And uh, But, man, up until then, you know, it's, uh, you know, people don't know how, you know, on edge we are. You know, man, it's a big deal, you know, because we want to be racing here at Daytona to kick off the season, yeah. right? So, Johnny, great question. Yeah, uh, thanks for sending that in, Johnny. A uh, question for both of you from Mary. Uh, have either one of you been to Disney World? Just down the road. You got the. Matt, can you imagine David wearing those uh, Mickey ears and everything? <laughs> well, go go ahead, Clay. Answer your question. So yes, I have a <laughs> I have a three and five year old. We're actually going there Saturday. Hey. Awesome, dude. Well, well um, or, 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 or Sunday, so Saturday evening, and uh, so yes, I'm going to be at Disney World during the Daytona 500. So oh. I can't say that I'm super excited about that, but you know, <laughs> we've uh, that, that wasn't your idea, was it? Uh, well, it actually was, but oh the, no, but, but the timing wasn't my idea. Okay. Going to Disney World was 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 my idea, but 
it's uh you know with the kids school i got president's day on monday so it, it kind of worked out to where sunday really is the only day that uh you know and by the time our race is going to be over so late tomorrow night that i don't want to be no, up at eight in the morning no. on saturday morning going to going to disneyland so we just uh we're just going to kind of chill on saturday and go go enjoy that on sunday and uh hopefully i can uh Get, 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 get my phone to be working where I catch them to 500. There you go. Because it's, you know, yeah. there, there's a handful of races each year that I'm, you know, I'm so busy that most of the races end up being watched on tape, but there's right. a few races that I like to just make sure that I watch live. Daytona 500, either the Talladega races, Bristol Night Race, Absolutely. Southern 500. Absolutely. Like, I want to be watching those, but, um, you know, if you get a chance to spend uh, spend a day with your kids at Disney World, you take it. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, well, my kids, you know, uh, Vance and DJ, they love to go to Disney World. Uh, we haven't when they've been to Daytona twice. And, you know, when they come, they want to go, Dad, we want to go fishing. You know, they want to go deep sea fishing. So oh, okay. The, the two times my kids have been here, it hasn't been Disney, Disney World. It's been deep sea fishing, you know what hey. I mean? So the beach. And uh, But, man, I, I think eventually we're probably going to end up like Clay. Uh, we're going to race Saturday afternoon. and. I'm going to want to be here for the Daytona 500, but my family and my boys, they're going to veto that. So uh, that's coming here, and I'm sure, in the next couple of years. But, no, we have not been there, and I'm looking forward to when we do go. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, another question. Uh, this one's from Richard uh, for everybody. Who are your Daytona 500 picks? <laughs> i got to go with Chase Elliott. i got a feeling this is, the, this is his time. Yeah. So here's my deal. <laughs> it, it, it's, it's Daytona, so there's all yeah. kinds of wrecks, so I think yeah. it's a little too much pressure for us to give this one, so I'm going to name off a few here. Okay. Yeah. I like Larson, that Hendrick speed. Just yeah. give us one you like more than the other. <laughs> well, Hard to do. So, <laughs> so, obviously, you know, I was, you know, there's certain guys that always find their way to the Absolutely. front. Absolutely. And Keselowski's one of those. Absolutely. I was a little, you know, wondering with the new team, is he still going to have that same mojo? Well, obviously, he Ooh, won the yes, goal tonight, so got it. Yeah. I think he's got it. You, you can't, anytime Kyle Busch shows up at a racetrack, you can't have to count him out. And uh, Ricky Stenhouse, oh, um, God, you know, yeah. he's he's one of those guys that is, he's always there at the front, so. Okay. We, and Clay, we left one out, and the uh, guy that's always there, and, and the record, the look in the record books you so you got you got to think about Denny Hamlin I mean That's I don't true. know how many Daytona 500 she's won he reminds me of like the Richard Petty of the Daytona 500 in our era you know what I yeah. mean and uh, so I think you can never count on Denny Hamlin but uh, you know and seeing the, the freaking feel-good story of the year last year having Michael McDowell win and the what Daytona a great guy. like was he's that the cool? nicest guy in the garage man that yeah. was awesome I loved that and uh, you know, kind of like Clay said, it's hard look to pick. Tonight, he was right there. In his he's door. right there, yeah. man. It's hard to pick just one guy, you know. I guess if I had to pick somebody, and I'm picking because I like him and we're friends, Kevin Harvick, you know. But, yeah. you know, Harvick didn't really show a lot of strength tonight, uh, and not even in qualifying. And he's but, looking to bounce back after going winless last year. Absolutely. Right? So I'd like to see Kevin Harvick win. I don't know if that's going to be the case. but Well, you never know what kind of situation they're in. Yeah. You know, we don't know how many – how many backup cars Stuart Haas had down here. Absolutely. And, you know, I feel like he's one of those that, no matter what, always shows up in front Absolutely. of the head. Absolutely. And, you know, we can't read too much. Like, someone, anyone who didn't perform tonight, we can't read too much into tonight's race because you never know if they were just taking care of the car or if they were giving it 100%. Man, Clay, you, you brought up a good point because, you know, um, you know Steve Craig and, and Matt Jennings and, and Tyler and myself, we were walking out of the garage tonight 
after the last duels ended and I stopped, we saw Mike Dillon, we stopped, hello, and talked. I said, hey man, what's going on with Austin's car, you know? And he said, all day we had a fuel problem, you know, this and that, there was some issues and he had to back off of it, you know what I mean? I just thought there was something serious wrong and he said, hey, you'll be fine. So just like you're saying, like you don't know what everybody's, you know, their situation was, but man, when it comes to Sunday afternoon for the Daytona 500, they're all gonna be charging right. to the front, so yeah. Hard to pick a winner, but uh, but you know we can. We try to. <laughs> Another question. Uh, this one comes from Frisbee. Uh, he wants to know, Hooters or Winghouse? <laughs> I don't know that I've ever been to Winghouse. I haven't either. I've heard that it's like a direct competitor to Hooters in every way. Yeah. I, now I have been to the Winghouse. In fact, last year for the first time after being here for. Forever, uh, you know, I, I pass by the wing house. Every, I mean, twice a year, every year. Yeah. And uh, last year, Carl Long, my boss, he said, "Hey, yeah, we're at the wing house. Come meet us." And I actually drove the wing house and ate wings in there. And it was uh, really you ate wings at the wing house. I did, and it was uh, man. They got my my team enjoyed it. They were drinking a lot of beer and eating wings. And man, I had a Dr Pepper and some wings, and it was great. So I mean, you know, I guess the wing house <laughs> for me. I get yeah. my wing fix from O'Charlie's. Okay. <laughs> there's, there's one uh, right across from our office, and they, uh, man, those uh, their boneless wings with the buffalo sauce are good. Yeah, they're good. <laughs> that's awesome. O'Charlie, send me some wings. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> there you have it. So that's uh, our uh, Ask David segment this week, and uh, we thank you all for submitting questions to us there on uh, Facebook, and we got so much more throughout the next couple days. We're really just getting started. And before we go, as we're kind of wrapping up, let's go through the rundown one more time. Clay, tell us about uh, the race tomorrow where people can watch and your sponsor and car number and all that uh, where people are going to see you on the track tomorrow. Yeah, I'll be driving the number 84 Backyard Blues uh, Toyota. Uh, I believe the race is on Fox. FS1. Yeah, FS1, yeah, that, that, that's, that's right. And uh, it's going to be a great show. Uh, I my humble opinion it'll be the best one of the weekend david uh you'll be on saturday in that new good looking away car well i mean you know garage opens up right and early in the morning for us uh go through tech and clay knows man getting through texas somewhat's a challenge i always tell my team you know you have to you have a box to work in but be on the line of the box you know what i mean and uh you, you got to maximize everything but we'll practice tomorrow afternoon i don't know if it's on fs1 or where it's live at but it'll be live on television tomorrow and just like clay is uh we hope to be cheering for him tomorrow night in the race and i hope everybody tunes in saturday evening saturday afternoon for our race and they cheer for our brett bear ticket smarter uh for mustang yeah you know when you mentioned tech i thought of something that, that you might even know I mean, i'm sure a, a lot of people don't so truck series got new bodies this year right well, templates weren't available to purchase until a couple weeks ago. So I would say that, that well over half of the trucks here at Daytona, the bodies were hung with no templates. Wow, that's and, tough. And, and NASCAR, apparently there was there was one set of templates that was out there. A couple teams had access to it, but there were some of the key, key locations from last year's bodies were still the same. Just some of the fitting stuff was different. And NASCAR just told the teams, they're like, you guys know what you're supposed to do. Don't get carried away. We'll work. With, we know you don't have templates, but we'll work with you. Wow. And uh, it's my understanding there were a couple people that NASCAR went by their shops and they're like, no, this ain't gonna work. You gotta, right. gotta do this. But um, 
but yeah, it was. Uh, I was really anxious as far as tech, and I was afraid we'd be seeing people with noses cut off out here <laughs> in the garage area. Didn't see that. Haven't heard of any major, major issues. But I think everyone kind of knows knows the box that there's that we have to play in, and it, well, it seems like it it worked out okay. I hope it as it all works out. It works out to your benefit, and you make the race tomorrow afternoon. We'll all our fans, everybody will be tuned in watching you. Thank and you. Good luck to you, Clay. Appreciate you joining us tonight. Yeah, yeah, certainly so. And then uh, I'll be having an announcement here in the next day or so. A little tease. Uh, we're about to be neighbors, David. <laughs> awesome, dude. Yeah, awesome. That's a wonderful so, thing. Well, uh, I think you'll like the big city of Dallas, Texas. It's pretty awesome. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited. And uh, more details on that I'll have on my social media at Tyler Jones Live. So something going for all of us. Absolutely. I mean, not quite to you guys' level, but you know, certainly exciting times ahead. Um, and a uh, reminder as well, Saturday, another live show after the Xfinity race. After you watch David celebrate Victory Lane and get the champagne out and have a good time. Oh, then, uh, yeah, <laughs> you, you win that thing, I'll come back here and be like that. Okay, yeah, <laughs> and we'll, we'll be partying with you and Jacques Villeneuve. And awesome. uh, Jacques was excited, by the way, uh, that we invited him. He well, said, good, Oh, yeah, I, he, he remembered uh, racing you in Xfinity. Awesome, so, man. Awesome. So, so uh, a legend like that still has time for David Storm. So. <laughs> well, good. <laughs> so we'll talk, we'll talk to Jacques on a Saturday, and we'll uh, recap the Xfinity race and the truck race and look ahead to the 500 one more time. David, uh, anyone else you want to thank before we go? Man, no, I just want to thank Clay and, uh, man, you guys for tuning in to us. We're excited. It's Daytona kicking off the season. And tune in Saturday evening. we got a lot more to cover. Thank you. Yes. As always, uh, subscribe to Let's Go Racing with David Starr. New episodes out each and every week. Typically, we're on Tuesdays, and uh, you can find us on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, YouTube. Leave us a five-star review or don't leave us one at all. Hit that like button, and uh, we certainly would appreciate that. You can find us on Twitter, at Star Podcast, Facebook.com forward slash David Star Podcast, and also by email, David Star Podcast at gmail.com is where you can find us there, and we're a part of the Studio Soapbox Network. You can check out all the Studio Soapboxes. Uh, podcasts uh, wherever you listen to podcasts as well. We're going to put the checkered flag out on this episode. We'll see you right back here on Saturday for another edition of Let's Go Racing live from Daytona. For Clay Greenfield and David Starr, I'm Tyler Jones. Thanks so long. Thanks for joining us. Thank you.